Which actors have appeared in more sci-fi, fantasy, and comic book movies than any other? Which ones will dominate with fans at pop culture conventions over the next decade? On today's pod, we run down actors with the most, quote, geek credibility. Names that are synonymous with far-flung futures, magic wands, and cape crusading, such as Samuel Jackson, Sigourney Weaver, Carl Urban, Hugo Weaving, Zoe Saldana, and many, many more. We also discuss the careers of actors like Mark Hamill and Linda Hamilton, who live in the shadow of popular characters they played, and how taking those roles has been both a blessing and a curse. Thanks for listening to the show. Thanks for subscribing wherever you get your podcasts. And please share our episodes on your social media. But yeah, he's, so you said Michael Rosenbaum feels like he's been typecast? Yeah, he feels like he's been typecast, man. <laughs> you know, it's like, well, you know, when you're young, you start off that young, man, and, and you're so successful in that role, and it goes on for seasons and seasons, you have a hard time trying to break that, that stereotype, man. Yeah. And it's the same, any, any of the Smallville cast probably have that same kind of issue. I mean, think about... The, um, What's his name? He played Superman, or he didn't say Superman. He played Kal El or Clark for seasons after seasons. It's like you don't see him as anything else besides that man, right? You know, and it's just sad. You know, it's a generational thing too. Like as as you start off with a young audience, your audience is just going to mature, and they're going to mature hopefully with the idea of you changing. And if you don't change over a period of years, when you go back to look, looking for that good good feel television, they're always going to see you as that thing, right? You know, it's like so that's, that's what success does for you. I think the other thing about it too, man, is, is is actors can at times I think feel like uh, I don't want to do this, I don't want to do that, uh, to try to break the mold of what people see them as, you know. So, for instance, you see Daniel Radcliffe playing a variety of different parts mm-hmm. since he was Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, one because he's they're just interesting to him as a, as a as a creative, and then two probably also to try to shatter the image of Harry, of Harry Potter. And I don't think he's been successful. Uh, you know, no matter how much facial hair, you know, he's still, I mean, he was just perfect. <laughs> he was. You know what I'm saying? He, he was just really I mean, perfect. And, no, and, and perhaps in that, in that example, there's no greater example of, of, a, of a child actor growing through to maturity and to, to, to teens to becoming an adult is this Harry Potter. I mean, that's what, seven movies thick? Seven movies deep? Yeah. Yeah, so you're looking at the better part of his young adult life. Yeah, as that as that character, that person. Yeah, I imagine he was cast. At, he was probably fifteen or sixteen, something like that. Maybe younger than that, man. It was younger yeah, than he's, that. He's probably like like he's like about twelve years old when he was cast. But see, I, th- I think that was just the look that he was given. Okay. I, I, I imagine he was probably older than that. I could be wrong, but um, but yeah, you're right. And so the idea that you know, literally, we watch him grow up. Uh, the young actor from uh, Game of Thrones. You know, she was what twelve when she started. Yeah. Yeah. You know, now she's in her 20s and she's a young woman. So, um, you know, yeah, things change. The uh, The reason why I thought this would be a good conversation to have is um, I was watching The Losers over the weekend last weekend. Okay. And I was te- I was texting with you and Adrian and I said, hey, look, you know, in The Losers, we have Heimdall and also the guy from Dark Tower. <laughs> yeah. We have the Human Torch and Captain America. Mm-hmm. We have uh, the comedian, and I think there was one more. Oh, and we have Gamora, Gamora and Gamora. and Uhura, yeah. and the uh, the the character from Avatar, all in one movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. What more could you ask for? Yeah. 
So, so the, the geek overlap in that one, and and that was a DC movie. So the geek overlap in that movie was like crazy, and it and it got me thinking about, you know, actors who have, you know, that geek credibility. You know, have those those roles within, you know, certain genre that you know that you know that we love. You know, sci-fi, fantasy, and comic book movies, and in some cases, action and horror movies too. Mm-hmm. You know, these really these really powerful genres that we really really love. They have so many parts that they played in terms of on their IMDb that it's just it can be crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when we started texting about it, having fun about it, and, and laughing like in um, um, in the movie Zodiac, uh, and I actually heard this on another podcast that I was listening to. Basically, Iron Man and the Hulk team up with Mysterio to find a serial killer. <laughs> so you know Robert Downey and. Right. Uh, uh, Mark Ruffalo and uh, Jake Gyllenhaal team up basically to find the Zodiac Killer in in 1960s, you know, San Francisco. That's crazy. So that's crazy. Yeah, but uh, when you when you think about somebody who has just like off the top of your head, I know you and I have done a little bit of, of research to try to you know sound halfway prepared. But when you think mm-hmm. off the top of your head in terms of plenty of roles and like tons of stuff to their to their their credit. Who who comes to mind first and foremost for you? Sam Jackson, yo. <laughs> yeah, there you go, Mister Mister Glass. Yeah, yeah. So, and I guess you would c- consider obviously his character of uh, uh, Mister Glass from uh, from Unbreakable to be it's superhero Jason. It's not based on comics, but it's yeah. a superhero movie right. basically. Right. And it's right. kind of been accepted as part of the. Uh, you know the nerd nerd landscape and the nerd culture, but but he's got that. He's got, of course, Nick Fury. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was in Jurassic Park. Yeah. Um, he's in Star Wars, Mace Windu in Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. Um, he was in The Spirit. <laughs> right. Oh God, that abortion of a movie. Yes, yeah. Oh my God. Oh my God. I still, I still get over it. We both looked at each other like, oh. Yes, yes. <laughs> I'll kill you and then you kill me. <laughs> right, right. And then we'll kill, then we'll kill all the little, the little versions, little, uh, um, what the little, little characters that were the little Tweedledee, Tweedledum characters? I, I don't the, know. They, yeah. they work in the comic. They work great in the comic. Yeah, they work great in the comics and in the comic strips, yeah. But I was just like, wow, this is this is horrible. Yeah. How does this get past? I mean, this is it's not good, Frank. Sorry. Yeah. It was it was truly awful to the point where I was losing the will to live. Like I was like, <laughs> I want to be freed from this existence. Watching Frank Miller's Sin City. Sin City. So, oh, oh. but another one for Sam Jackson is he is the voice of Frozone on The Incredibles. Damn, that's right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Damn, Frozone. Yep, yep. Where's my super suit? Where's my suit? Right. Yeah, yo. <laughs> that's funny, yo. But the thing that I always try to think of when it comes to people who I feel like will have geek credibility is like in 10 to 20 years when these folks are starting to make the uh, the rounds on the convention circuit. Right. Pop culture conventions, New York Comic Con, Mm. uh, Comic Con Mm -hmm. in San Diego, you know, Chicago, you know, uh, Dragon Con, wherever, wherever they go. As they start to make the rounds, who's going to, in 10 to 20 years, who's going to dominate? Like, who are fans going to be standing in line to get autographs and pictures with and to get things signed 
and who who's going to be you know part of a panel and everybody's going to get and when they come out people are just going to be like oh my god oh my god you know like just you know what i'm saying yeah because that's really where it lives that's really where it lives where you know like you see somebody like um uh back in the day you know if adam west showed up at a, a comic convention right he's royalty yo it's true it's true Old chum. Old chum. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, man. Um, but now, you know, like with the MCU being as popular as it is, and with superhero movies being as popular as they are, mm-hmm. you know, now you can't really, t- now it's, you know, it's, you know, Marvel's got a big, you know, stage and a big panel and a big setup and DC has a big panel set of Star Wars. You know, every major uh, IP holder and every major, you know, corporation, you know, media corporation has, you know, stuff that they're trying to pimp. But at some point, you know, like you have to get to a point where you're somebody like William Shatner, where you're in your 60s and your 70s. Mm-hmm. You're not playing this character anymore. Mm-hmm. And so now you really are making your bones by being, by celebrating no this intended. thing that you are. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Right, right, right. Yeah. DeForest Kelly, yo. <laughs> yeah, DeForest Kelly, the late DeForest Kelly and uh Yeah, man. You know, and Uhura, you know, and all of them. So Yeah. Um who are who are who are a couple of the ones I know you did you know I did like I said did some homework. Who are uh, the first couple of people that that popped up on your list in terms of okay, they have some deep credits and some and some really good rich credits to uh to pull from. Yeah, man. I mean, obviously I, I would say uh, like Carl Urban, man. Oh, yeah. Carl Urban's like man, that dude. I mean, The Boys, Judge Dredd, Star Trek, Lord of the Rings, yep. Star Wars, yep. Red, yep. Thor Ragnarok, yep. Riddick, yep. He's deep, man. Yeah, yeah. He's deep into yep. it. I mean, he's like, and, and, and pulls it off, always. Like, I, when, I, when I see him, it's like, okay, that's, 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 that's Carl Urban, but he still makes it the character, mm-hmm. which is, which is, re, which is uh, a of a true actor to me. A person can not just bring his face, but bring, bring his... His, his his soul to that to the to the movement and and really address the character which I like. He definitely did that for me when he showed up in uh, Thor Ragnarok as the executioner. I was yeah. like, wait a minute, that's Carl Urban, yeah. yo. <laughs> right. <laughs> did you mention Star Trek too? Yes, he's in Star Trek too, yo. Yeah, yeah he's bones, man. He's bones. That, that was that was the that was the the jump off. In yeah, terms of connection, yeah. yeah. And then you've got uh, also for him, he was in a, a video game to movie adaptation, uh, Doom. Oh yeah, yeah. He was in Doom. Okay, okay. He was okay. in a uh, sci-fi movie called Pathfinder. Yeah, that's right. And Playing if you, re- I know we're mostly talking about you know like live-action films, but he was on Xena and Hercules back in the day in the nineties. Yeah, <laughs> as Caesar. <laughs> yeah, yo, yeah. Wow. You know, the first one that popped into my head when I when I first started thinking about this was Sigourney Weaver. Okay, cause she, she's got Alien, mm-hmm. all the Alien movies basically. Mm-hmm. She's got Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. She's got Avatar. Yeah. She was in Galaxy Quest, and Galaxy Quest is kind of strangely like uh, like like Mr. Glass in 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 uh, Unbreakable. It's about geek culture and about Star Trek in a way, but it's kind of been accepted and beloved, you know, over the years as being, you know, as taken in, you know, with in our community. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. 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 Um, but also too, like she shows up in other things. That's why I mentioned before, like horror and, and certain action movies too, which I think can kind of qualify you. 
But, you know, she shows up in Cabin in the Woods at the end. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then she also shows up in the movie Paul, which is kind of like Galaxy Quest, which is about two nerds traveling around the country and comic book conventions and them freaking out. Mm-hmm. And, and then she mm-hmm. shows mm-hmm. up as kind of like the, you know, the kind of, you know, shadow government agency, you know, uh, at the end. So she's got a lot of tendrils out there that she can pull from. She with, does. You know, she makes the uh, convention circuit. Mm-hmm. She shows up in an independent um, uh, movie. It's done by this effects guy uh, called Raxa. Raxa, and it's really good. It's it's uh, it's like this, the same guy that made um, not DS nineteen or Dis- District nineteen, District nine, District nine, District nine. I think it is. Yeah, then Dis- District nine. Mm-hmm. The same guy that made that movie actually employed her to do this this little short that he does on on YouTube. That's really really good. Okay. It's okay. like wow. It's like wow. What about your boy Hugo Weaving, yo? Yes, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let me see. You mean uh, the smell of it? The smell. Makes me... It makes me. <laughs> I hate this place. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. So you got him in The Matrix. Yeah. Lord of the Rings. Yes, sir. One of the voices in the first Transformers. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. he's one of the voices in one of the early Transformer movies. And he's in the MCU as the Red Skull, yo. Yeah, that's right. The Red Skull. Yes, yeah. The captain. Yeah. Right. <laughs> when he peeled that skin off, yo, and, and that maniacal laugh, yo. Yeah. He, he was it. really perfect for the Red Skull. Like yeah. perfect. Like yeah. perfect, goddamn yeah. perfect, yo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just really brought it, yo. But yeah, Hugo Weaving. Another one, and we talked about this one in our text exchange, but your girl Zoe Saldana, yo. Yes, man. You know, and she's a very good actor. She's a very, very good actor. I've, I've enjoyed her in many, many things outside of, you know, mm-hmm. kind of uh, nerd-centric uh, movies and TV shows and whatnot. But mm-hmm. she is in Star Trek as Uhura. She's in the MCU as Gamora. Mm-hmm. She's in Avatar. Mm-hmm. And if you want to include it, she's in Pirates of the Caribbean. She was in one of the third or fourth uh, installments of that. Damn. Okay. So she she's she's got some credits out there, yo, as the uh, yeah, as the brothers would say, <laughs> even right, even animated, even animated credits. Like she she goes and what because of those, because of Gamora, she's in What If, you know, mm-hmm. and she's in various other 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 animated uh, uh, points too. Even even the shorts that they do for for Guardians of the Galaxy, she's in those. Yeah, 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 and she's one where I think as an actor, again, I think she's a very good actor. She's probably one of the better actors in Guardians. It's probably between her and uh, uh, Jillian, the uh, the redhead who plays uh, her sister. Right, right. They're probably the two best actors in there. Although, although your boy Bradley Cooper is killing it as Rock, Rocket Raccoon, yo. He is. He is, and he's not a bad actor either, man. I, I, my first exposure to, to him was in um, Alias. Alias, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He was good. He was good in Alias, bro. He I was talking to my wife the other night, and she was saying, "Yeah, I used to watch him on that show, Alias. It was actually a pretty good show." Mm-hmm. And I said, "Yeah, I heard it was mm-hmm. for the first few seasons, and then it uh, it kind of went off the rails." But jump, jump, jump the shark. Yeah, yeah, yeah so to speak. She's a she's a what? She from where? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, some other some other quick fire good ones that are kind of easy and come to mind. You know, you've got Benedict Cumberbatch. You know, he's, of course, you know, uh, Doctor Strange in the Marvel Universe. Right. But he was also in The Hobbit. He was the um, smog and the necromancer. He was the voice oh, of the, the voice of the okay, smog yeah, and right, the right, necromancer. Yeah. He's yeah. Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, definitely Sherlock Holmes. And uh, and he's in Star Trek as the new con, which was terrible. Right. right. <laughs> right. <laughs> 
Sunyan Khan. You got uh, you got Benedict Cumberbatch. You've got uh, Chris Evans, of course, who again in the aforementioned losers, but he was also the Human Torch for a while, and he was good as Johnny Storm. He was. He was. He was probably the best thing about those movies, to be honest. Right. Right. Um, I mean, uh, with the exception of, I, I liked I liked uh, Fishburne's voice as Silver Surfer. That was yeah, cool. That was that was a good choice. That was actually a pretty a pretty thoughtful choice to cast him. But um, yeah, he's in the MCU as Captain America, of course, and he's kind of always going to be Captain America now to to some extent. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was also in Snowpiercer, which is a movie that I really really dug. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you mentioned that before we started recording. I don't think he was the best char- actor to play that part. Right. But he did pull it off, and he was he was good in the movie, and the movie was to me was uh, was a success, um, as far as that's concerned. But um, again, more uh, just more uh, things that would normally come to mind. Um, your boy Simon Pegg, he's just got he got it all, yo. He's in Star Trek, yeah, Star Wars. He's in Star Wars. He's he was on Doctor Who. He was. He was on. He was on. He was. He was on Doctor Who. He's in Shaun of the Dead, which is considered a classic, you know, horror comedy. <laughs> right. right. Um, Chronicles of Narnia. Apparently, he has uh, a role in Chronicles of Narnia as well. I can see that. I can see that. And he's in Mission Impossible. And he shows up in the first season of The Boys as the uh, father of. Uh, of oh yeah, uh, but, yeah. Uh, the the uh, main character. Yeah. Uh, I forget the character's name. His name. Yeah, I know you're talking about. Yeah, remember he showed up at his dad. Not Louis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he goes back to him, and he's talking to him, and his son. You know, you got to get it together. And he's using his American accent, which he almost never does. Right. Uh, but he he's one who I would think of immediately. And then in modern sense, you've got Rosario Dawson. Mm-hmm. So she was in Men in mm-hmm. Black, which is based on a comic. Right. She was in Sin City. Right, she's in the Star Wars universe, coming up as Ahsoka. Ah- Ahsoka Tano, sir. And then um, she's also in the Marvel universe as, ner- as Night Nurse Claire. Yeah, throughout. Right, remember I'm saying? Remember because she didn't she she smashed Luke Cage and she smashed uh, Daredevil, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So she's getting it in. Yeah, and, and was one way getting some to smashing uh, put the Punisher too, yo. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe not. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> And she's uh, she was in DMZ, the adaptation of that uh, Brian Wood comic. Yeah, that's right. She was in D- she was in DMZ, and Josie and the Pussycats. Yo, remember that? Right. Uh, <laughs> I try to forget it. Yeah, it wasn't a great movie, yo. <laughs> <laughs> it's like wow. Yeah, but who are some who are some of the deep cuts? Some of the older actors that that you because you had sent me a text where there were some names on there where people you know you don't really think oh okay yeah yeah yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean. You, there's only there's only two from the '80s that, that really, really go that deep, man. That's that's you know, of course, Arnold Schwarzenegger, yo. I mean, Arnold was. I mean, come on, we're talking like. He's a he's a Terminator. He's Conan. Ter- Conan. He's John Matrix. I mean, John Matrix. And, John, he's and, in, and, yeah. and all the action movie Matrix. stuff. All his characters, yeah, almost all of them are iconic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's he's that's why that's when he put the, the funny uh, movie called The Last Action Hero. He pretty much spoofed all those movies because that's what he was. Mm-hmm. And now he's kind of, now he's kind of doing it again in the new series on Netflix called Fubar, where he's kind of taking those and, and still turning it on his head again. Yeah, so it's like I don't know how how far that's going to go this time for him, but it's I'm I'm interested. I'll check it out. You know. Yeah, he also kind of did um, like he's kind of at that point in his career where he's kind of com- looking back and commenting on things that he did. 
like you're saying with Fubar, like he did it the first time I remember him really doing it was the last stand. Mm-hmm. You know, where he's the sheriff in the town and the bad guys are going to ride through. Okay. And then they have to basically have a shootout and he enlists, you know, all of the townspeople to help him fight the bad guys. And it was kind of like him coming back to action, you know, the action movie, Fran- you know, the action movie genre. Mm-hmm. And then he kind of did it again with something else after, you know, that and Last Action Hero. He kind of did it again. And now he's doing it again with this TV show. And like the the what I would ex- what I would compare it to is, you know, Robert De Niro, you know, was known for playing like street, great street characters and gangsters from Mean Streets to uh, uh, Goodfellas and then to Casino and then he does, you know, analyze this where he plays a gangster, but he plays it funny. Right. You know, a gangster who has to get therapy, basically. Right. And it's like, OK, so he's kind of commenting on his past in a way in modern day, but he's kind of doing and it was successful. It actually was a very funny movie and it worked. So, yeah, it's very, 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 very meta. Yeah. Yeah. But who else? Who else you got, yo? I got, uh, you know, um, the aforementioned. Uh, well, Sylvester Stallone, of course, mm-hmm. you know, who's, you know, Rambo, Rocky, Judge Dredd, you know, um, any, any of his testosterone-laced characters, even even to the point where he, he decided to make a new franchise and kind of successful for him with, with the Expendables. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Where, where he takes all the old guard mm-hmm. you know, from, from the 80s and, and brings them back and, and makes them more and shows that they still have some of that extra extra oomph in them, you know, which is kind of cool. Yeah. And he also, when you, you haven't seen it yet, but when you see Guardians 3, he shows up as one of the Ravagers. Okay. In uh, in Guardians three, and he's just literally just one of one of the cast members. They're obviously selling it, you know, who he is, in terms of uh, you know giving him front and center, uh, uh, you know, line reads and whatnot. But but he's yeah, he shows up as one of the Ravagers in uh, in the new Guardians movie. Well, that's cool because I know they, they kind of hit on hit it on him being um um, um Starhawk, you know, in the last in the, in the last episode. Uh, yeah, I think you're right. I think like you're Star, right. I was like, yeah. Starhawk with that, and they didn't do a good job with that that costume design. I was like, that's not that's not my Starhawk, you know? No, no, mine I, either. You know, but <laughs> but but okay, I give you that. You know? Yeah, mine either. So, and then uh, of course, my man, you know, is that what they say? Sir Ian you McKellen. Sir Ian McKellen. <laughs> Did you see the video of him doing that? That was awesome, yo. He was like at a, at a at a some university or somewhere or something. He was right, making a presentation exactly. and he goes to the window exactly. and everybody runs yeah. over to the window and he says, "You shall not pass." Right, right. And everybody cheered, yo. Right, right. He says, "If you don't study for your finals, <laughs> yeah, you shall not pass." Yeah, that was that was awesome, yo. It was awesome. That, was, that really, was really, really, cool. really awesome. Um, that's right up there with Arnold uh, uh, getting somebody's uh, phone number and, and making a message for the outgoing their message. Get to the chopper now. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, yo! That's that's the best. It's good stuff, man. Yeah, man. And that then, of is course, a lot of the same lines. You know, we're talking like um, uh, Sir Sir Patrick Stewart, man. Yes, my one and only Charles Xavier is yes. Sir Patrick Stewart, man. Yes, I don't care who they get to play the role afterwards. He'll always know that role for me, man. That's just what he is. Yeah. And then of course Jean Luc Picard, which is you know taking a new life in the new the new age of Paramount mm-hmm. uh, television. He's good as that too, but he's still. I, I still see shades. I want to see shades of Professor X in him, man. I can't help it, you know. So, guess this is where our mind is at. Yeah, yeah. I I agree, man. I agree. Yeah. 
And I actually thought Amen. too, as far as like some some old school deep cuts. Mm-hmm. Um, so you've got uh, David Tennant. Yeah. Okay. David Tennant. Doctor he, he's Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. He uh, he did voices on Clone Wars. Did he? Okay. He did voices on Clone Wars. He uh, he's mm-hmm. in the Marvel uh, universe via Netflix. He played uh, Kilgrave in the Jessica Jones series. Purple Man. Yes, and he's uh, he's in Harry Potter. He's been in Harry Potter. Damn, you're right. Yeah, yeah. So okay. he's got some. Then you've got. Um, uh, okay, so this is one I know you didn't think about. A couple I know you didn't think about. Okay. Okay. Warwick Davis. Oh. <laughs> yes, yo. Yes, yo. Put some respect on Warwick Davis's name, yo. Yes, yo. Okay. For for everything except for that 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 that, that Willow shit he did, bro. A Willow, Willow series. Come on, yo. Was was a hot garbage, yo. Well, if you're going to do that, if you're going to throw that under the table under the bus, you might as well throw a Leprechaun under the bus too, yo, cuz he was in that. <laughs> well, okay. yeah. But for anybody who who doesn't know Warwick Davis, he's a little person. Right. He's been in pretty much all of the Star Wars movies. Mm-hmm. Almost all of them, yo. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's been in Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. He's been in Chronicles of Narnia. Right. Uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Okay. And again, Leprechaun and then, you know, the Willow uh, TV series that, uh, that Dwight uh, referenced, yo. Yeah, yeah. He, now, now I do. I liked him. I liked him in, in, in Harry Potter. He was cool as a little banker dude. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, I got that, you know, that, that was cool. But a lot of a lot of the stuff that, that um, we're referencing in terms of how good actors come off or don't come off in is is based on the writing. Of course, yeah, yeah. Which, enough, enough respect, we stand in solidarity with writers' union right now as far as enough respect to the writers. There we go. For, for striking. But yeah, man, it's like, I, I you know, I mean, he may be a good actor, but it didn't just show him Willow. <laughs> it's like, what, yeah. what is, what is this? And part of it is like the character was, was this, was this comedic, um, strange, almost like Monty Python esque type story yes. anyway? Where yeah. it was, yeah. it was, it was kind of play, it was kind of play for comedy as well as for action and adventure. And while it accomplishes it in action and adventure, the comedy uh, direction it was going at that time doesn't hold up in today's in today's um, uh, climate. I don't think it's just not. Yeah, it's just not funny anymore. Well, you know? and I think it depends on how you handle it. You can do it now, but the tone is different than it was in the eighties and even the nineties. You know, it's different now in, in the uh, in the 2000s and we're in the, you know, the 2020s at this point. Yeah. yeah. You know, so yeah, it is. It is different. Another one. And I remember this guy, but I, when I saw his name, I was like, who? What? And then when I checked him out, I was like, oh, yeah. Do you know who Deep Roy is? Deep Roy? D-E-E-P Roy. No, I do not. sir. OK, he's a uh, he's a Kenyan British actor, right? OK. Okay. He got credits, yo. He was in Flash Gordon. Uh, he was in Return of the Jedi. Dark Crystal. He was in uh, Greystoke, the Tarzan movie. Huh? He was in The NeverEnding Story. He's in Doctor Who. He was in one of the Star Trek movies. I think Star Trek Beyond the Stars or whatever it was, like the second one. Okay. And he was in Transformers. Deep Roy. Deep Roy. Okay. I think it's a Would I recognize his face? You would recognize his face if you if you saw it. Yeah. If you Google if you Google him, you'd be like, oh yeah, I know this guy. Okay. Okay. But he's wow. been in a ton he's been in a ton of things. He's Kenyan. He's a brown he's a brown person, so he's been in a ton of things. But he's Kenyan and he's British. 
So, uh, okay. yeah, check him out. Deep Roy. Deep Roy, okay. Of course, we got Dame Judy Dench. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. She's in the Bond movies. The, 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 the impeccable Dame the impe- Judy Dench. The impeccable yeah. Dame Judy Dench. She's she's in the Bond <laughs> movies. She's in uh, Paris, Pirates of the Caribbean. And she was in Riddick, yo, with, uh, with Vin Diesel. Killed it. Yeah. Killed it in Riddick. Yeah. She, she, elevated, she elevated that character. Right, right, right. That, that, right. It was, was the gravitas. And we like, oh, shit. Okay. That's what she does. Yeah. So she's the necromong the necromanga. Her voice, man, is just kills it, mm-hmm. man. It's the necromanga. And, and and right along with her, in terms of her British sister, Helen Mirren. Yes. She was in Excalibur back in the eighties, dog. Was she in Excalibur? She was in Excalibur, okay. and I think she got okay. naked. Did she not? I. Beyond me, I, I forgot she was in there. It's possible. I'm gonna have to go back and look for that because I'm a fan of the actor and the nakedness. And uh, and she, I, I'm I'm almost positive she was, but she's also in Red. Yeah. Uh, both uh, the Red movie. She was in Harry Potter. A version. It wasn't the Harry Potter films. I think it was like a, uh, like a special spinoff that they did for Harry Potter. Uh, she was she was in that. And then uh, the fab- fabulous beasts or fabulous beasts with uh, that kind of that not kind of that spin-off? it was something else. It might have been like uh, you know how they do like Christmas specials or something. Okay. I think she okay. did something like that. I remember. I definitely remember that. And of course, it makes perfect sense that she would be a part of the, the Harry Potter universe. But she's in the Fast and Furious movies playing uh, Jason Statham's mom. Okay, yeah. And she's yeah. in sh- the new Shazam film, sir. The Fury of the Gods or whatever it is. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. 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 Biggie voice. What, yeah, what'd you, what'd you say? Ugh. Now, I'm going to throw two more old school names out there, and then, and then that's it for me. But Okay. And again... This one's just going to go all over your head where you're going to be like, wait a minute, what? What? Okay, okay. We've got uh, Christopher Lee. Okay. He's in Star Wars. I can see it, yeah. He's in Lord of the Rings. Yeah. And, and The Hobbit. Yeah. He's been in James Bond movies. Yes. And he played Dracula. Damn, that's right, yeah. You know what I'm saying? He played Dracula multiple times, yo. Crushed it, too. Yeah. Yeah, and then did. the last one, then this one threw me. Max von Sydow. Okay. He was in the first Dune in the eighties. That's right, he was. Star Wars. Yeah, and in, in the two thousands. Mm-hmm. Game of Thrones. Max von Sydow's Game of Thrones. He has a Game of Thrones credit. Okay, I have to see that. I don't recall okay. him being. Unless IMDb okay. is incorrect, he has a he has. A, you know, I didn't watch Game of Thrones, so I'm, yeah, yeah, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm going off. I'm going off of the uh, what's written down. Um, he was in The Exorcist, of course. Yeah. Conan the Barbarian. That's right. He was in Conan the Barbarian. He was in Flash Gordon. Yeah, he was. He was the voice of Vigo in Ghostbusters Two. Oh, I, I didn't know that. Okay. He was in Judge Dredd. <laughs> That's right. He was. And he was in Minority Report based on... Uh... Yeah, no, he was. I remember that. Damn, damn. So he got mad credits, yo. <laughs> he does, man. He does, man. Fucking Max von Sydow, yo. I was like, damn. Max von Sydow. All right, yeah. Max. To the Max, yo. Yeah. <laughs> and you mentioned to yeah, you man. had mentioned in our ex- text exchange about Keith David, yo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm Keith David. He's Keith David. It's Keith David. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I, of course, we know he was in the thing, and he was in uh, They Live. Right. Uh, he's done Spawn, voice. Spawn, yo. He's in Spawn. He's done a ton of voice work, but he's just in Spawn. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and something else I, was, I had thought of that he's been in I had I had forgotten. Oh, he was in uh, Nope, the recent uh, sci-fi horror movie. Okay. Uh, Jordan okay. Peele's Nope with uh, Daniel Kaluuya and uh, Kiki Palmer, and uh, right. he played their dad uh, in the in the first uh, fifteen minutes of the movie. Right. So yeah, Keith David, yo, rocking. Yeah, Keith David. I'm Keith David. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> I'm Keith David. Killing it, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> well, I'm, so, I'm, I'm, so you know, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna go there then. So. I mean, but there aren't that many, not that many roles which he's known for. But there's some which are very like ingrained in the public psyche, which are just like you know you can't you can't escape. And I'm talking about James Earl Jones, yo. Yep. J J E J. Yeah. Know? And we're talking like, of course, most noted role was No, I am your father. Right. You know. Right. The voice of Darth talk, Vader. Talk, Darth Vader, the, yo. Darth, to this day. To this day, if there's one thing that we have to be thankful for AI and all of that being able to do is, mm-hmm. is if they mm-hmm. want to continue to have his voice be the voice of Darth Vader for as long as they make Darth Vader an active part of the Star Wars universe, you can have now James Earl Jones's voice forever. Yeah, as Darth Vader. The, my, my, only, my only, my only, my only, my only adjustment to that statement is as long as they they pay his estate. <laughs> of course, yeah. Yeah, pay pay my pay my man's family, yo. Yeah, yeah, but, for, for my, sure. Take my take my name off my, my daddy's records. I want daddy's records back and get my daddy my daddy straight. You know, <laughs> <laughs> look like the kids say, yo. Look, That's keep, it. keep keep my voice out your mouth, okay? That's <laughs> it. You're not gonna pay me. Keep keep my voice out your mouth. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Put some respect on my name, yo. That's it. That's it. But yeah, Jay, and the and he's Thelsa Doom. Also Doom, yo. Yeah, you know? yo. With the, with, the, with the straight hair, yo. The tree <laughs> okay. of woe. Right, that's it. That's it. <laughs> Contemplate this on the tree of woe. Of woe. Yeah. <laughs> right? Right? The riddle, the, riddle, the riddle of steel. Yes, you know that. You understand that, don't you? You know what that is, don't you? You know? The power is in your fist. It's so right. funny to me because Conan was not a great movie. Mm-hmm. But it is still like it was all we had at the time, right? Arnold certainly could pull off the part, but I mean, you know, his voice was like, okay, bruh, you, Conan's not Austrian, yo, he's Sumerian, you know, <laughs> right, right, you know, right. but but nobody was Sumerian sounded like at that time, you know, so it's like it, it's a made up character, fictitious character, but, it's like okay, I, I, but would it be? You know, freaking Vikings, Nordic, whatever. <laughs> you know, would it be you know West <laughs> Western <laughs> European? <laughs> I doubt it. You know, but like you said, we don't we don't know where Samaria was. So, you know, uh, you know, so be it. But um, the other thing I wanted to, to to get into, man, with you was because we were talking in our text exchange about how. Like, you know, like, I don't know if they'll ever recast and like, let's, we're going to reboot Iron Man and do another Iron Man. And we're going to cast another person as Tony Stark mm-hmm. and do more Iron Man movies. I don't know if they can really do that successfully because to an extent, you know, uh, there's been a shift uh, in Hollywood from movie stars selling the movie and the role and whatnot to people coming to see movies because... This is an MCU movie, or this is part of the Star Wars universe, or purely based on the IP. Exactly, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you know. So mm-hmm. now, is Tony Stark the hero, uh, the the focus for the for the for uh, for the public, or is Robert Downey Jr. the focus of the public? You know, could they literally recast somebody as Tony Stark mm-hmm. and kind of get away with it, or are they going to just say, "Hey, look, we got so many other Iron Men. You know, we can do Ironheart, and we can do the." 
you know, uh, War Machine, and we can do, mm-hmm. you know, Crimson Dynamo, and we can do all these other Iron characters to the point where we don't have to go back to that. You know what I mean? Because it's it's become a different landscape now. Yeah, it, it depends. You're, you're right, and you're right, man. It's, I mean, but arguably though, those that don't respect the, the characterizations of the time, I think it probably it probably goes in like 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 um, generational spurts, right? Because if you don't respect the fact that okay. Your Batman is changing over the movie, or your Superman is changing over the movie, the, and and the stories aren't that great, or they're just basically stories which are rehashing the old stories that were were better. Mm-hmm. They don't make successful transitions. So I mean, if they if they try to like rehash the beginning of the Iron Man's um, um, storyline again, that won't that that'll fall of its own weight with or without a recasting who uh, re- Robert Downey Jr. is the the titular St- Tony Stark. So. Yeah, I, I, you know, I don't, I don't see it right now for this generation. I don't see them having another younger, per, another person play Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make any sense because they, right now, I mean, he's still inside his contract, and, and as long as he plays a voice, and plays a ghost of Tony Stark, or plays a ghost of, of, you know, plays a new Jarvis for the, the new character's going to, going to take the role or play the mantle. Mantle. He should be there to me, you know. But I mean, they, they probably won't because they have so much else to pull from. Mm-hmm. And uh, even with Captain America, you know, you can put somebody else in the suit, and you know, there've been multiple Captain Americas, you know, over the uh, over the decades, you know, so you, you can get away from that there. Um, and, and Spider Man, you know, they've already introduced the multiverse now, so now they can keep Spider Man going forever, forever. So you yeah. so you've got that as well. Um, but I just wonder, like you know, like I said, with the shift away from movie stars, you know, think about it when we were kids. Mm-hmm. There was a time where, if you saw uh, Kevin Costner in a movie, mm-hmm. if you were a Kevin Costner fan, and a lot of people were, he was the biggest movie star in the world for a good long while. People would go see the movie just based on the fact that he's on the poster and he's he's listed as the uh, as the lead in the movie. You mentioned earlier Sylvester Stallone and Arnold Schwarzenegger. You know, yeah, good. their their names alone could get you interested in see, in seeing something. Yeah, get it in production and get people saying, "Oh man, the new Stallone movie's coming out." Uh, uh, over the top, or you know, you're like, "Okay, I'm gonna go see it." You know, because it's right. <laughs> it's last Stallone or whatever. You know, and there and there were others. <clears throat> um, you know, Julia Roberts could do that for a long while for you know for years mm-hmm. and years. Sharon Stone mm-hmm. was a really big movie star for a while, and so it was like, oh, the woman from Basic Instinct, you know, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Eddie Murphy, Denzel Washington, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but um, but it's a very different world now. Where now it's it's not so much about movie stars as it is, like I said, somebody sees the Marvel logo, it's a, it's an MCU movie. I'm gonna go see it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter mm-hmm. what it is. Doesn't matter if I know who the character is. Shang Chi, okay, whoever it is, Eternals, whoever. I'm gonna go see it, you know, because it's Marvel, you know. Right. Right, I think I think the anti version of that for me back in the day was like, the problem was that I, I in my mind I stereotyped this this guy as being only just that, and that was Harrison Ford as being you know in in the in the uh, the Tom Clancy movies. It's like I didn't really want I didn't really want to see Harrison Ford in the Tom Clancy movies. Like I I liked the idea of what the character represents. I like I liked the stories were pretty cool too once I watched it. And I, I saw Harrison Ford reaching beyond who he was as Han Solo, mm-hmm. obviously, but I I just had a hard time accepting him for that, or even. It was a weird transition for me for him to be Indiana Jones too. It was like, okay, wait a minute, he's was it? It was like, yeah, he's even though he's a totally different character in terms of in terms of his 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 storyline and who he was as a person. But I was like, okay, this is 
it go, all goes down to what you what you see in your youth, being that 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 point of where it's that, that's your identifying mark for these characters and your your point of, of of perfection. Star Wars was that for me, so for that to be what I was going off of, everybody else was just pale in comparison. Or, or why is this guy doing this when he could be doing Han Solo? You know what I mean? Which wasn't was wasn't what really wasn't the question. So let me ask let me ask you this: Do you think that in terms of you're not being able to see past him as Han Solo and, and taking on these other these other roles. Do you mm-hmm. think that is equal parts you and him in terms of how good of an actor he is and what he's selling as an actor? And then also you're you know you're kind of being at the golden age of like oh right you know so to speak. Yeah. And then also too maybe even for as it relates to Star Wars, you know we have to kind of consider that you know. When Star Wars first came out in 1977, we had never seen Luke Scott, uh, seen uh, Mark Hamill in anything else before, Carrie Fisher in anything else before. Mm-hmm. Uh, we hadn't seen ha- Harrison Ford really in anything else before. Mm-hmm. Maybe mm-hmm. Uh, American Graffiti, if you saw that. That was it. If you saw that. Right? If you Which saw that. You know what I mean? Right. So mm-hmm. actors who already had an established career like Christopher Lee, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, Dracula's in. Star Wars. That's you know that's what I'm thinking because right. I knew him from Dracula. <laughs> right, right. You know what I mean? Okay. Okay. Yeah. And, and James yeah, Earl Jones, I, I knew from the Jack Johnson story, and I knew from uh, I think Claudine, and okay. uh, yeah. and from uh, a bunch of other movies that he played where right. he played other characters right. prior to that. Right. But I knew his voice though. As soon as I heard his voice, I knew his voice. You know, what I mean? so I could you know. But I wonder if it's it's partially because Harrison Ford is like half actor, half movie star. Right. You know right. what I mean? He's selling his charisma to you. And if he does that too many times, he's just Harrison Ford and everything slightly adjusted. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, to your point, though, it was an age thing for me um, because now I can clearly look back at Indiana Jones and see Indiana Jones versus seeing, you know, Han Solo, you know. And uh, I even saw him as, you know, as as the president or or Jack, what were the characters was what they played in, in in Tom Clancy's movies as well. Yeah. So I, I could now I can look back and say, okay, I, I accept this actor for being an actor, except for being the character he's supposed to be representing at this point in time. And I was fine with it, you know. Um, also, I mean, for to that point, it was a hard time. I mean, I had a hard time accepting. Um. Um. Uh, oh, what's his name? Mad Max. Um, as anything other than Mad Max after after Mel Gibson. Yeah. Um, well, for for me to see him in 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 Patriot, uh, was it not Patriot Games? Patriot. It was just the Patriot. The Patriot was like mm-hmm. that's 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 you know that's not the Patriot that's freaking you know Mad Max show you know but you so, know for for me I I for me it was Riggs in uh, Lethal Weapon where I was like okay yeah. that's Riggs yo yeah that's Martin Riggs yo Riggs get in here Riggs you know right that's who yeah. I saw yeah. him, saw him as but the thing was right. is in the nineties you know like that was a, like Mad Max uh, Road Warrior those were big movies. Mm-hmm. And the Lethal Weapon movies were big movies, mm-hmm. but in the '90s, in the '80s, and the '90s, you know, you could make a lot of really good mid-tier movies, and so everything wasn't all about tentpole films and these big productions. So, mm-hmm. you know, I saw him in Ransom, and I was like, "Oh, he's really good in Ransom," you know. Mm. And then mm. I saw him in The Patriot, and I saw him in uh, uh, what was the other one he was in? Not The Patriot, but. Uh, Oh, uh, we played. Uh, oh, what are you talking about? Um, we played as a Scottish warrior. Yeah, yeah, he was good in that. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. In that. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he was good in that. Mm-hmm. 
you know, and then I saw him in other things that were, you know, even lesser, like conspiracy theory with Julia Roberts and, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and he would show up in other things where he'd be like, okay, that's, it's just Mel Gibson at that point. The man with no face, you know, where he's trying to show how good of an actor he is and, right, you know, right. and all of this kind of stuff. So I it, I could kind of see past it at, at certain points. And even like for somebody like Julia Roberts, where I'm like, okay, she's the woman from the rom-com. She's, she's the cute, plucky, spunky rom-com person you know uh the runaway bride and um you know and 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 all of the stuff that she's known for um and then she does Erin brockovich where she does this really serious thing with steven stoderberg i was like oh okay she's really great in that you know she's really she's really good and she really she really killed in in her uh in her in her performance but you know what what this kind of brings us to is the point that you were making again in our text exchange where you were saying, you know, like certain actors, because they played uh, these singular, super iconic roles, it is hard to see past them being something else. Harrison Ford has been able to do it. Julie Roberts has been able to do it. Um, James Earl Jones, less less so. Um, in terms in terms of the people that we're discussed we're discussing here, but. Like Mark Hamill. Like, who is Mark Hamill for you? Yeah, I mean, Luke Skywalker forever, sir. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, even though, I mean, arguably he was, I mean, he's got some other roles that are the Joker, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's, not the, it's not the same for me. I mean, and he's even got like a couple of facial roles, which is kind of cool as we talk about the how, how AI is kind of taking over things. Maybe not so cool for some people. But um how he's given his face, his likeness to various licenses, his likeness to various other um, um, art forms, like video games, for example. Mm-hmm. Like he's he plays um, he plays a, a, a wing commander in this um, this video game this video game called um, called Star Citizen, where he plays uh, in Squadron Forty Two. He's a he's a character in Squadron Forty Two, mm-hmm. and lots of actors are on that on that on that gravy train, man. I mean, a lot of actors that you recognize, I'm, even um, uh, people like. Um, um. Oh, what's his name? Um, escapes me right now. You said now. Keanu Reeves. He did one right recently. Well, yeah, Keanu Reeves. Did, yeah, cy- uh, Cyber Cyber Force Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, everybody's in that gravy train, man, because it's it's a it's a it's a, a bottomless pit of of revenue to some degree, depending on how well the game sells. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Um, but, um as it relates to that, I was. Thinking back, so I remember there was the one, the one, it wasn't the only one she's ever been to, but I took uh, my kid Skylar to Dragon Con one year, right? And we're making the rounds, and we go to the Hollywood Walk of Fame uh, because she was really, really interested in taking pictures with uh, an actor from one of the, the uh, Disney shows that she used to watch, an actor named China McLean, Steve, China Ann McLean, I think is her name. Okay, yeah. She was, uh, she was in Black Lightning. She was on Black Lightning at the time, and the whole Black Lightning cast was there uh, mm-hmm. with her. But she couldn't take a picture with China Ann McClain because uh, China Ann McClain, you had, well, you, that, we were ready for that, but you, you had to sign up for it. And if you hadn't signed up for it by a certain amount of time, you couldn't get, you couldn't get a picture. Okay. But in the Walk of Fame, there were a bunch of other cool people there. Uh, Gina Torres was there from uh, Firefly. Uh, Nick Frost was there from Shaun of the Dead and from, you know, from all those movies. Right. And, uh, and I believe even Laura Martin was there talking to Nick Frost at the time when we were there. Okay. Uh, our, 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 
uh, friend of the show and, and former guest, Laura Martin, uh, artist and colorist. Fantastic colorist. Yeah, exactly. And, but uh, there was an actor there named Catherine Tate. And I'm bringing this home to what you were just kind of what you're pointing out here with being known for things and known for something specific. And in some cases, only being known for that. Mm -hmm. So Catherine Tate was there and she was like, oh, can I get a picture with her? And so we go up to her table and we talk to her and she signs Skylar's thing. And then she comes out from she comes out from behind the table and puts her arm around Skylar and she takes a picture with her. Uh, and, and, you know, and, and we take a couple of shots and she's very, very nice, very kind. But the first thing she does before she parts, she says, hey, let me ask you. She says, where do you know me from? What do you know me from? And Skylar said, from the office, because during uh, there was a period where Skylar, she binged the whole office, all five, six seasons, however many seasons of it is. She binged all of it. And so she knew Catherine right. Tate, who is a redheaded British uh, actor. She knew her from the office. And she said, oh, OK, OK, OK. And I'm sure Tate was wondering because she's thinking, OK, I'm in my late 40s and this girl is 14. You know, what did she see me in that she connected? With? And that's what it was. Right. You know, so right. this idea cool. of being able to figure out, you know, what the touchstones are, because, you know, in certain cases, like we were mentioning earlier, they could be many. You know, people could walk up to Samuel Jackson and think Nick Fury or Mace Windu, or they could be thinking, you know, Jurassic Park or, uh, you know, Frozone or, you know, it could. Right. It could be all over the place. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Conversely, man, um, I think um, it's probably the same thing for uh, uh, Keanu Reeves, man. I mean, Keanu Reeves is like, like that guy now. I mean, he's reinvented himself several times. I mean, he started off as that guy from Speed. Then he got the great well, No, no, Bill and Ted. Tongue. Go back to Bill and Ted. Bill, okay, Bill and Ted. Hey, that's right. Uh, that's right, dude. Hey, how you doing? Hey. And he's still that same guy, Most too, man. Excellent. Like, right, right. <laughs> right? And then, of course, you got the rolling speed, which is, which is a takeoff point for him. And then, of course, he got the, the lifetime role of Ma uh, in The Matrix as Neo. Mm hmm. And now he's reinventing himself for a third time with uh, with the, the Matrix, not Matrix, with the uh, John uh, John Wick story, right. right? So, so he's got four touchstones: one in his twenties, yeah, one in his his early thirties, one in his in his thirties to his forties, and then again, now that he's in his fifties, you know. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, so and so he never probably knows when people say, "Hey, aren't you that guy?" He probably is never sure, A, if they really know who he is or if they're confusing him with someone else, or B, <laughs> right. if they know he's Keanu Reeves, exactly what movie that they've seen him in that they really liked uh, or or what role he's played. Because he's actually done a little bit of uh, some cameo work and uh, and shown up uh, you know, as uh, playing kind of a version of himself uh, mm -hmm. in other things. But in terms of actors who I feel, and I think you would agree, are like kind of living in the shadow of these huge roles that they've taken, playing these very, very popular, very, very iconic characters, and maybe never got past it, so to speak. Um, mm -hmm. Maybe they've had good, solid careers, but, you know, they will always be known for this. You mentioned earlier, before we started recording, Christopher Reeve. Yeah. He's Superman, dog. Always, always and forever Superman. Superman. Come on. S simple as that. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's, he's that iconic. He's an iconic. He's a touchstone. He's that he's one that everybody's trying to be or should be trying to be. Yeah. You know, Brandon, like, Brandon Rout and Henry Cavill, they're all trying to be Christopher Reeve. Yeah. On some level, they're trying to address the elephant in the room, which is Christopher Reeve is Superman. Yeah. 
you know. Yeah. And part of that's part of that's because because it's an untimely death too, man. I think a lot of times people people tend to idolize those things which are which are are have gone before that didn't quite get their full run in life to some but, degree. But for him, do you think it was that? I almost don't even think it's that. I almost think he he killed it in a way that was so hard that it was just like, yeah. nah, dog, this mine, yeah. this mine, it was dog. It was, yeah, it was undeniable. It was you know undeniable. what I'm saying? It was like, he, oh, come on, come on. <laughs> yeah, he, 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 he. There's, there's, there's a, there's a, there's a, um, there's a subtle thing which he talks about in the video that he gets. But more, more than that, for me as a person, before I heard that was. There's an innocence in Superman. Yes. And there's there's and, there, and there's an idealism in Superman. An idealism and a nobility and a, and a goodness. Yeah. 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 Where it's like, and I just, oh, man. Yeah, this is that dude. Yeah. Right. The fact he can be embarrassed by the fact of Lois asking her, what, asking Lois what, what color, she asked him what color are my underwear. The fact he can be embarrassed by that, but still maintain a sense of, you know. Right. You know, of, of it's like, wow. Yeah. He yo. did that. Yeah. You know? He and the that. fact that yeah. like he takes her on, he flakes her, and he's flying around the city. It's not a date, really. Mm-hmm. He knows mm-hmm. it's kind of a date, mm-hmm. but it's not really a date. Mm-hmm. And she knows it's it's kind of a date in a way. Like she she thinks, oh, he's just coming to be interviewed. And then after a while, she realizes, oh, I'm on a date because I'm feeling this dude. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. he plays that, you know. And the idea that he as Superman, he has to be kind of unattainable and mm-hmm. kind of uh, unavailable. In a weird mm-hmm. way, but Clark is very available and very attainable, and right there. And she's mm-hmm. not interested in Clark; mm-hmm. she's only interested in, in in Superman. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's it was. But he just, like you say, he just brought home that that ideology and the and that innocence and that nobility, and that really boy did. from Kansas. You know, I'm not I'm an alien yeah. from another planet, but I'm a boy who's raised in Kansas. Exactly, raised the right way. Yeah, it's true, yeah. man. So yeah. yeah. Um. um Another one for I thought of, uh, and this was an, another OG, but and even though it's mostly TV in some film, but mostly TV, Bill Shatner, yo, yeah, yeah. I mean, enough respect for T.J. Hooker and the, the TV show. What was it? Uh, right, uh, Boston Public or Boston Legal? Boston, 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 Boston Legal. Yeah, Boston. Denny Crane. Yeah, Denny, Denny Crane. Yeah, <laughs> not he was respect. great in that role, man. I know you 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 mentioned that multiple times over the yeah, years that yeah, it was really good, yeah. but. That's Captain Kirk, dog. Yeah. That's yeah, Captain Kirk. True. That's James really Tiberius Kirk, dog. Kirk, it's true. Exactly. It really is. I mean, he None just, he's that. Um, Linda Hamilton. Mm-hmm. That's Sarah Connor. Forever. So, always Sarah Connor. That's Sarah Connor, uh, bro. Yeah. That's all. That's all. That's all she is, you know, Sarah Connor. That's it. That's it. I can't see <laughs> nothing <it>. else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. But truly, man. And then we were talking earlier, and I mentioned Linda Carter. She's, mm-hmm. she, I'm sure she's done other things. I've only seen her mm-hmm. ever be anything as just Wonder Woman. She's Wonder Woman, dog. Mm-hmm. Diana, Diana Prince, yeah. That's Diana yeah. Prince, yo. <laughs> Spinning around and Wonder Woman. Right, right. All the world All is the waiting, world waiting for you. And the power you possess. Yeah, yeah. Love me some Linda Carter, Fighting for your rights. Yeah, yeah. And the old red, white, and blue. (laughs) Get us out from under Wonder Woman. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I love it. 
Um, only, only, only the that, that whole that whole jingoistic vibe, man. Only, only, only could be there for the eighties, man. Seventies, eighties. It's, it's gone now, dude. That's that's some of the that's, old red, white, red, and blue. And blue. Yeah, yeah. It's like, but it's like, she's wow. from Themyscira, though. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> she's just she's an ambassador from Themyscira. What are you talking about? <laughs> right, right, exactly. So, um, mm. but then you got Farrah Fawcett. Always going to be Char- one of Charlie's Angels. Yeah. I mean, it's the late Farrell Fawcett, but she's one of yeah. Charlie's Angels. That's it. Um, another one, and he has never, you talking about um, like the young actor from Game of Thrones and also mm-hmm. uh, Daniel Radcliffe as Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. The young actor from, Harry, Harry, from uh, Game of Thrones, that's uh, Macy. What's her oh. name? Oh, I was going to say Macy Gray. It's not, it's Macy, not Macy Gray. Gray. Yeah. It's not even Macy. It's uh, Maisie. Yeah, Maisie. Damn, what's Maisie's name? I forgot I, Maisie's I, I last get, name. I'll get back to it. Anyway, right. you talk about those two actors like starting as like teenagers and in some cases preteens and then going to, into mm-hmm. young adulthood. You know, uh, and we watched them literally grow up. Macaulay Culkin is always going to be that kid from Home Alone. He's never been able to outgrow it or escape it. <laughs> It's true. It's true. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. He's Kevin McAllister forever. forever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Yeah, man. But also, uh, Anthony Hopkins, always going to be Hannibal Lecter. Macy Williams. Macy Williams. Macy Williams. Mm-hmm. Hannibal Lecter, he's always going to be Hannibal Lecter. I don't care how many roles, how many nominations, how many awards he wins. You're Hannibal Lecter, yeah. dog. Stop it. All right. Stop it. Sal voice. Stop it. All right. All right. Um, your girl, Sarah Michelle Geller. That's Buffy. Always, bro. Come on, bro. Yeah, man. Always Buffy. Yeah. I feel you on Cruel Intentions and uh, or whatever. Uh, I know what you did last summer. Yeah, 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 yeah. You Buffy. Right. Okay. You are Buffy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then. Kind of more modern day, like you mentioned earlier, Chris Evans. He's kind of always going to be Captain America. I think for the most part, people are always going to kind of see him as being Cap. Uh, mm-hmm. He's really going to have to shake that off with something else. Um, and I don't know if it's going to be where he's going to give you like a transformative performance so much so as is he may just get a role that's Maybe as you know, like like Keanu Reeves did, we, he may get another role that's just as big and just as um, uh, popular and resonant as uh, Captain America is, and then people will split between, oh, are you Steve Rogers or are you this other character that you played later on? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so to speak, your camera went out again. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's okay. Go ahead. Okay. All right. Go ahead. Go ahead. And then. Uh, and the last one I thought about was your boy Hugh Jackman. Yeah. I mean, always Wolverine, yo. Yeah, yo. Love, yeah. Whether you love his performance as Wolverine or not, yo, he's Wolverine forever. Yeah. yeah. You know? I mean, his, his, the, the, the redeeming factor for him as Wolverine for me was the way he took it in, 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 in Logan. Mm-hmm. He, he, was, he was great in Logan, man. I mean, to, to see it, to see like a, the, 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 the kind of agony he was going through, to see the, the adjustment period he was going through, to see the kind of, kind of you know, Gravitas and drama he brought to it, man. I mean, I just I felt him in that, man. And more, and more than any other point point in time where he played Logan, he was good in that. Yeah. Um. You know. But man, 
as far as typecasting goes, as far as not being able to break outside that role for me, man, another another character that's adjacent to to X Men is is uh, Ryan Reynolds, is, is, yeah. is Deadpool. Yeah, he'll always be that. Yeah, that's that's yeah. that that role. That's that's the that's the that's that to to, quote, to uh, paraphrase Kill Collins, he's been waiting for that moment all his life mm-hmm. to be Deadpool. You know what I mean? Yeah, he, he was horrible in Green. He's horrible in Green Lantern. I mean, he was <laughs> he he didn't get along too well with Wesley Snipes in, in Blade Three. Yeah, you know. And, and he so, and he I mean, and he wasn't very good as uh, the first Wade Wilson in the in that bad wolf, that first bad Wolverine movie. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, where it was yeah, like. Yeah. But the thing about it is, is this: is Deadpool Ryan Reynolds or is Ryan Reynolds Deadpool? That's one. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. he's he's now he's Deadpool in everything he's in. Free Guy, uh, a bad Netflix movie. Even those, even those commercials he does, he's basically playing a version of Deadpool. He's just not killing yeah. people, but he's being the smart Alec Deadpool guy. Yeah, and, that's who he is. And I, I even remember back in the day before they were talking about him as Deadpool, I was like, he should be Wally West. Yeah, you know, he should be okay. Kid Flash. He should be Wally West because you know, because Wally had that same kind of wisecracking, you know, vibe or whatever. Mm-hmm. And when he was mm-hmm. younger, like in in that kind of Blade Three era. He could have been Wally West if they had done a Flash movie, but they just never got it off the ground. But mm-hmm. I tend I tend to agree with you uh, for real. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds will forever be Deadpool. Now it's just Deadpool. That's it. So Dead hey, Ryan. before we close, man, I was going to tell you a story I heard uh, as it relates to this and people not being able to see an actor past an iconic character that they played. Right. Okay. So I heard this story where there was this uh, there was this gathering, some kind of a party or industry situation, and there are all of these, you know, some A list, but a lot of B lists and C list and D list, you know, actors and and celebrities there, and so Tracy Morgan is there because he's going to be the MC of the of the uh, situation. You know, Tracy Morgan. Right. You know how you know he says right, right. human. You what know, are you talking about? What's, come on, what are you come doing? on. Okay, okay, right. okay. So Tracy Morgan oh. is there. <laughs> <laughs> and one of the pe- the actors who's there is Kim Fields, who of course played Tootie on The Facts of Life. Right. So she's there, and everybody's coming up to her, and they're they're you know they're asking her about the facts of life, and they're they're calling her Tootie, and she's having to correct right. them. And Tracy Morgan, he sees her, he's going, "What's up, Tootie? Yeah, what's up, Tootie?" And he's all in her face, and she finally right. gets frustrated, and she says, "Look, my name is Kim Fields." <laughs> she said, Tootie is a character I played on a TV show years ago. She says, I'm an actor. I've, I've done films. I've done stage work. She says, I'm, a, I'm also a writer and a producer. She says, I do more things than what I did when I was playing Tootie when I was young. So please respect that and keep that in mind. And she turns around to walk off with her manager. And Tracy Morgan says, Tootie, right? <laughs> Tootie, right? Right, right, right. <laughs> like, like, fuck that shit. Right. You Tootie, girl. Let's <laughs> <laughs> disregard all that shit. That concludes this episode of Sidebar Forever, hosted by Dwight Clark, Swain Hunt, and Adrian Johnson. You can find us online at sidebarforever.com. 
Any emails or questions can be directed to us at sidebarforever at gmail.com. And also, subscribe to us on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram.